Hello and dear sister, I'm so happy you decided to join me and other women like us on this journey to a brighter future. At the time when I record this video for you, I just started this movement and like all things we start in life, I'm not sure how it is going to go. And you know what? It doesn't just depend on me. Our success will depend on all of us sisters working together. I created the Sparkle Sisters community as an answer to a time in this world where many are scared, frightened, shaken up from their relative comfort and security and thrown into a whirlpool of never-ending changes, new rules and regulations and increasing uncertainty. In one word, stress! In my opinion and that of many of my fellow sisters that I talk to, the only way out of this conundrum is to spread love, support each other and create a community of women who want to shine, to sparkle, to grow, be their best and make a positive difference in this world. Dear Sparkle Sister, again, let me give you a virtual hug and welcome you very warmly. If I could, I would squeeze you really tight as if I'm an unstoppable hugger and a touch enthusiast. So hug yourself, hug yourself. I'll teach you in the sessions how to do havening touch. I'm also a techie and enjoy creating systems and processes, but more of this later. So today, besides welcoming you, I want to introduce me a bit, my personal side, so you know why you want to follow me or why you may want to unsubscribe rather now than later. Some of you may already know me as Christine, Doc Christine, Dr. Christine Sauer, or all of these. <laughs> I'm a woman. I'm a daughter. I'm a wife. I'm a widow. I'm a sister, a friend, a mother, an aunt. I'm a grandmother, great aunt. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a product creator, I'm a brain and mental health coach, I'm a secretary, I'm an editor, a writer, I'm a best-selling author, <laughs> I'm a video creator, I'm a TEDx speaker, I'm a dog walker, teacher, trainer, short order cook and toilet cleaner if necessary. <laughs> and I love doing most of the things I do. Like most of you, I film many shows, I try my best to do so. But like all of us, I never seem to reach the level of perfection that many of us still try to achieve. So to put all this in context, let me tell you a little bit of my backstory in the next videos. You could call it, I didn't know I was a fake all my life. It's a bit long, but if you would, please go ahead and watch it. And then comment on the video or email me and tell me your story. I read all the emails myself. You know, at one point in my life, I really thought I had made it. But I had absolutely no idea what was waiting for me. You see, I was born in Ulm in southwest Germany. 
My father was a physicist and my mother a chemist and a science teacher. Growing up together with my three-year-old brother was all about science and knowledge. I learned to read at age four and devoured my parents' bookshelf. My favorite book was a health dictionary. <laughs> I read it cover to cover several times even before starting school. And my schoolmates didn't like me growing up because I was a nerd. And I did. I was a nerd. My favorite game as a kid was, of course, playing doctor. <laughs> and did you know, I gave out shares for my future Nobel Prize in high school. <laughs> I still can't believe my classmates were happy to take them. <laughs> well, I'm 61 this year and I don't really think the Nobel Prize will ever be in my resume. And that's okay with me now. I always loved to read and I still remember the moment I was about 16 when I was browsing a library in Germany and an English language book fell in my lap. A book by the humanist psychologist Carl Rogers on becoming a person. I'm talking about this moment in my TEDx talk from February 26, 2022. And you know, I'm still in the process of becoming this person. <laughs> Reading books and learning new things always was a major source of inspiration for me. I graduated high school on top of my class and had no trouble to be accepted into medical school. I felt on top of the world and I thought I knew it all. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. When I was walked out of high school in 1979, I had no clue that the hard school of life was really just waiting around the corner. I thought my way through life was clear. I would be a successful physician and heal everyone that had the fortune to meet me. <laughs> I was convinced that nothing ever could stop me. <laughs> I married a future family doctor and had two kids. <laughs> I got my first job as a resident because I was good at playing SimCity. Some of you may still remember this computer game. I learned it from my boys. <laughs> As a hospitalist resident, my boss told me to keep my patients longer in the hospital because they got well too fast. And the insurances questioned him, my boss, about the difference between mine and other similar hospital wards. Wow. So in my early life, money was not the issue, but I always felt very stressed and overwhelmed all the time. And I was unsuccessfully trying to balance kids, household and work. My life got even worse when I stayed home 
to have more time for the kids and I fell into a deep depression. Now this was not the first time I wanted to end it all, but one of the times where I came closest and I felt the loneliest. Those that are mothers know that kids, as wonderful as they can be, can also push your buttons and drain the last drop out of your energy. But I always had a smile on my face, a fake smile, and I didn't even know it. I always said that, always good, I had this under control, even though deep down I knew that I didn't. Over the next 10 years, I continued to struggle to go from highs, like building my first husband's house and family practice and working in it with him, making a very good amount of money that I thought would secure our future <laughs> and being respected and loved as a village doctors by our community in Germany. To very lows, like daily fights with my emotionally abusive husband behind closed doors. Stuffing down my emotions with food. Escaping in a dream world of work, learning, books and TV. Then something happened that would change everything. One day, my first husband decided that we wanted to immigrate to Canada. He didn't want our sons to have to serve in the German military. So in 1996, we got accepted into Canada. We bought a property and house in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and we were supposed to move there together in 1997. But in 1996, in the fall, while I was working 16-hour days in my doctor's office, my back gave out. It was so bad I couldn't walk. I was in a local hospital for four weeks to relearn to walk. I was a fighter. So after rehab and restarting work, a second disc in my back slipped and I was in agony again. So, in spite of having been a fighter all my life, this time I gave up. I sold my practice and I fell into a deep depression. And German cake tastes very good. Then my first husband committed suicide and left me with two teenage sons and the immigration papers to Canada. So, we moved to Halifax, Nova Scotia in early 1998 to start a new life like so many had done before us. I didn't realize it then, but it was a blessing waiting to happen. But at first it got worse. Being lonely in a strange environment, I was close to ending it all myself. And after a near suicide, I was admitted to a local psychiatric hospital. This is the end, I thought. I can't get any lower. I'm such a failure. I'll never get up again. And I discovered that I had been a fake all my life. My smile had been fake. 
deep down, I really didn't know who I was or what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. Without my work, without others validating me, I felt that I was utterly worthless as a human being. So I started searching for help with my depression. But really, I was searching for meaning, for something to make my life and that of others worthwhile. <laughs> you know, these days I'm doing something that I never thought I would be doing. I am living my best life while helping others to do the same. You know, I discovered that true giving to others is only possible when your own cup is filled to the overflow so you can share without losing your spark yourself. It is creating this spark in others' eyes that gives my life meaning now. And having been an inpatient in a psychiatric hospital, having gone through the abyss myself, I know how it feels to be deep down in the dark hole. Most physicians and psychologists have never experienced this true despair of life or they don't admit to it. Fallen and pushed off my pedestal that I was put on by education and society, I became just another human being. And you know, it is me now who has the privilege to meet another human being that is suffering, not the other way around. These days, I use my very human experiences as a brain and mental health coach to connect with my clients on a very different level than most other practitioners who are trying to help people going through the dark night of the soul, as depression was called hundreds of years ago. I love helping people who are just like I was not too long ago. You know, nobody is born knowing how to navigate through life. Our childhood experiences and life experiences are very different, but we are all humans. Deep down, we are all the same. And I like to quote my current husband, Mike. I often just call him hubby. <laughs> now, in spite of, or maybe because of, a very limited education, he is one of the smartest and wisest guys I know. Here is one of his favorite sayings. And please excuse the language. He's a man. <laughs> so what he says is, we all eat the same, we all shit the same. He got it. It is so very true. And we all can learn from the past, look forward to a brighter future, and live in the here now. I am doing what I'm doing because I'm helping others. Because helping others to recover their sparkle find their own meaning and purpose and thrive in life, gives my life meaning too. It seems 
the more I fill my own cup and give myself what I need to keep sparkling, the more effective I become as a coach, a helper, an educator, communicator, a wife, businesswoman and a leader. And the more I am just myself, the more fun I have and enjoy life. Remember the book by Carl Rogers on becoming a person? I'm still in the process of growing up, reaching my next level, and I'm loving it. <laughs> I can't say I fully understand how this works. I don't think anybody does. But let me tell you, it does work. And discovering these secrets for yourself and putting it in action can literally change your life and that of your family for the better too. What an amazing journey. So grateful. So for now, I'd love to get your feedback on what I just shared with you. Do you struggle with life currently? Or you did struggle in the past and haven't fully recovered your sparkle? Have you tried to get help or help yourself in the past but came up short? I'd love to know more about where you are on your journey through life right now. Comment below or better send me an email. I read all my emails myself. And watch for the next video. I've got something cool to share with you.